0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 23 of the Gangster's Podcast. I'm Morgan Arto, here with my co host, Samantha James, Twitter felon. Hey, Sam.
1: <laughs> Hi, guys.
0: How was it? Hi, Little over here in jail.
1: You know, it's it's a little bit lonely. It's a little bit lonely over here. Uh, hey, I have tried to appeal. no. <laughs> Go ahead. I tried to um, appeal my permanent ban on Twitter and it says it could take up to a few days and I probably am not going to win it. So, For yeah, those of you who don't right. know,
0: Sam got the perma ban on Twitter today. We're a pe- pe- fighting that, like the uh, fighting for justice for Sam. Uh, but until then, tonight it is just... Sam and I, Jordan is in Tampa watching her beloved Pens open the season. Um, We miss you, Jay, and we'll see you here next week. But let's just jump right in. And I want to know, first things first, why can't we have nice things? As Steeler fans, faithful fans of the black and gold, why can we not have nice things?
1: The injuries. Oh, my gosh, the injuries. I can't. Dude. Juju. I, I honestly couldn't even celebrate today, which as we could see, I was literally banned from Twitter within like one hour of waking up. So that just proves even further how passionate we are about these this team and these players. But I mean, it's heartbreaking.
0: It really is. And the thing is, like I I want so much to be excited about this win because it was a great game. For the most Mm -hmm. part, there is very little to take away from that game and be disappointed about. We'll get into that, I promise you we will because we are not all rainbows and butterflies over here today. But Mm -hmm. a large reason for the way that we're feeling today, which is just dejected, deflated, is Mm -hmm. the season ending shoulder injury that Juju Smith-Schuster sustained yesterday. Devastating is an understatement, you guys. Like, here's the thing, and I'll be I'll be honest. Juju has become a friend of mine. And that man deserves so much better than ending this season, going into a new contract year, trying to test whatever market and get his money in free agency. He deserves so much better. Say what you will yeah. about his dancing, about his gaming, whatever pisses you off because you're unhappy with your own life. Sidebar, no one to, no one who is happier than you will talk shit about you or be mean to you for no reason. No one yep. is happier than Juju hates on Juju. So just, you know, let that marinate for a little bit. But here's the thing, like, he deserves so much better. Not only was he four games into a season that was not going his way statistically, he wasn't getting the numbers he needed to get in order to get the money that he wants to get in this next off season. So he wasn't anything that would help him in agency. And that is no fault of his own, because when the ball came his way, he did stuff with, he, he made plays. He did. The issue is the physical player.
1: Yeah.
0: 100%. The issue is the stagnant offense. He's looking. At an offense that can barely get a hundred yards of offense in a half of a football game, in a whole football game, and right. he, you know, it, it's after another. he sustains this injury, the season's over. He was unable to put up remarkable numbers prior to that injury, due to no fault of his own, like I said, and now this, and it's just. um It's heavy. It's heavy for all of us. It's hard to celebrate a win with a loss like that. What does Juju mean to that wide receiver room? Let's talk about that real quick. I
1: mean, Juju is, even at his age, is the veteran wide receiver in that room. I mean, his energy is infectious. You can see that. All the players look up to him. I would expect, honestly, to still see Juju on the sideline every week. Um, That's the type of player that he is. You know, he's going to do what he can to still help his teammates. I 100% expect that. There was a couple of reports, like, floating around today. The first one said he did have surgery last night. Then Brooke Pryor came out and was like, no, he did not. Um, So I guess we're going to see where he ends up going with that. We still haven't even, you know, had a confirmed shoulder injury we know it's a shoulder but we don't know what the actual injury is yet
0: yeah so the media has been and the steel the Steelers have the media has been uh, kept in the dark about that and the Steelers have been very tight-lipped about what's going on with his specific injury I'm sure that's for good reason um I'm just sad for the team for Steelers fans for my friend like all around it's just ass the whole situation is ass and He deserves better, so he does. You know, we can move on he from does. that topic because we do have a lot of good to talk, to talk about today, finally, for the first time in three weeks. So let's jump in to stuff that we're excited about. Najee, by the way, uh, announcers, that's how you pronounce his name
1: Najee.
0: Najee, oh
1: najee. I'm like, Najee, najee.
0: I understand, like in French, two E's can be A. He has said several times it's Najee, exactly yeah. how it's spelled. Let's not yeah. try to get too cute with it. It's right. Najee Harris. He eclipsed 100 yards in a game for the first time in his professional career, uh, 122 to be exact. Oh. This is the first 100 yard rusher that the Denver defense has allowed.
1: See. How you could you? tell he was stoked. Like, you know, the last two games, especially, I, he looked pretty defeated afterwards. Like, after this game, he was like, you could see that spark was lit back up. He's like, okay, you know what? I, I made real progress in this game today. Um, you know, people were tweeting again, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Najee Harris. It's like, okay, you know what? He's not just going out there every week and getting beat up for nothing.
0: Right, right. I mean, he has taken... Beating for this team, especially with that offensive line. That's another bright spot on yesterday. The offensive line really stepped up in both pass protection and run protection. We saw Ben had time, Najee had holes. Like it mm -hmm. was so exciting to watch them finally gel and work together in cohesion to make something happen for that offense. Like I would even say, I would venture to say yesterday despite the last play of the game, because it was the defense that saved that. But the offense came up huge yesterday. The offense almost right. bailed out
1: the second-half defense yesterday. Well, not because- something that we touched on before, you know, is, like, yeah. the defense had to be so frustrated just yeah. constantly on the field because the offense couldn't gain any traction and couldn't do anything. And it's like, okay, I'm out here getting – you know, putting my body on the line, getting thrown around, and then you guys are on the field for literally – four drives and often you did nothing with it and right. you did it in one minute maybe too, because that's how quick they were going. So I think, you know, allowing the defense to even have somewhat of a break in between they're like, okay, you know what? This is better. This is a better flow for us. You know, they're probably not yes. pissed off at the offense and.
0: Not pissed and not tired. So they look better. Right. Like when right. you have a balanced approach and you're playing all three phases of football, well, Yes. No one gets winded in the second quarter. Right. Like they're ready to play. I mean, we didn't see a full four quarter game yesterday out of this team. A lot of that had right. to do with injuries, feeling dejected because of that. But they, you know, they were able to withstand so much more yesterday because the offense in first the Steelers in the first right. quarter possessed the ball for eleven minutes. That yeah, is they didn't do a commercial t- right that is controlling yeah. the time of possession that's something mm-hmm. we have been unable to do this entire season so far right. in the first five games i would say right. we struggled with it even against the bills in the second yeah. half of the game and so it was really really nice to see them with this balanced approach to football um and that and that's both offensively and defensively we saw on the offense we had a prolific not prolific almost prolific for who ben is right now passing yeah. game the running game was successful on defense we saw a new package with Matt ingram and all in plays. they were right. dominant when they ran those defensive I've, packages it's so exciting i this love the,
1: finally. the rotation yeah i love the rotation alex. of watt of ingram um of highsmith like you said alex is a phenomenal player and all, all three of them are phenomenal players, but being able to rotate them in and out like that, it's like, it's a game changer. And have game changer. all
0: three of them on the field at the same time? There were yeah. points where you know had at least best 11 defenders on the team, on the field mm-hmm. at the same time. And that's, yep. I mean, that's when you saw three out. That's when you saw the disruption with uh, yep. Denver's offense. I mean, it was tangible, um, so yeah. it's really nice to see that innovation. Um, another great thing that happened yesterday, Chase Claypool for the first time this season also yes. eclipsed 100 yards. This is the first time since October of 2019 that we've had a 100-yard rusher and a 100-yard receiver in the same game.
1: Isn't that crazy? <sighs> like I feel like
0: the heavens crazy. are shining
1: down on us right now. Like, it's
0: been – I mean, like, that hasn't happened since Nom.
1: right <laughs> it's been so long it's it's like it's so sad to even think that it's been that long I know like a year
0: that's actually that's almost actually two almost two years 2019 oh 2019
1: oh my gosh yeah yeah yes. that's depressing two years <laughs> I mean, depressing. when you
0: put it in, like, that really puts some stuff into perspective, right? Yes. And it really goes to show why I used a word like prolific to describe the offense yesterday because it feels prolific what they were able to do. I mean, especially in comparison to the past two years of offense right. on this team. So, you know, it was great to see some strides in North mm-hmm.
1: Canada as well. One of those passes, right, was like a, what, 59, 60-yard touchdown to Claypool? Yes. Like, yes. I'm sorry, who are you? Who are you, Ben Roethlisberger? Do we know uh, you? He, I think he listened to our podcast last week because we- Do we know
0: you? We, we tore him a new one last week. Um, yeah. Big Ben, friend of the show. Uh, thanks for <laughs> tuning in. Um, no, honestly, I call him Big Bomb Roethlisberger now. Um, yeah. That is his new name. He threw 50 yards to Deontay. 59 to Claypool, and people want to bitch about his deep arm. I'm telling you, like, there is no loss of strength in that arm. Maybe there are some accuracy issues here and there to be expected with a reconstructed elbow. Y'all can
1: bite me. Well, yeah. And I mean, last week he came out and said, oh, you know what? My lower body mechanics are off. And like we've said, he's been so naturally talented. He's never had to work on those. He's 39 years old now. So Exactly. is that what happened? I don't know. But I mean, it showed this week. Very. Something. Uh, very happened.
0: astute. Very astute observation. I don't disagree at all. I think there's something to be said for the fact that he finally acknowledged, okay, maybe I should get my lower body mechanics. Right. And all of a sudden he's launching bombs. What?
1: Oh, I maybe mean, need to really pay
0: attention nice to see. I straight up had chills. When do De- you not take a on his <sighs> first strike. Like, I, I'm not kidding you. My full body I, chills. I felt like I was like a crime, I, you know, crime junkie. I don't know if any of you listen to crime junkie, but their catchphrase is full yeah. body chills. Like, okay. It's not the same kind of full body chills you get from true crime. It's Even better. Oh, it was amazing. Um, There's yeah. Our, <laughs> I have complaints about Ben yesterday. I mean, the one complaint I do have, and I will, you know, I'm not going to, like I said, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. The one, the fumble. Uh the sack fumble. Yeah. He held on to the ball for too long. But listen, beggars can't be choosers. One week we're complaining about Ben not holding on to the ball long enough. The next week we're complaining about Ben holding on to the ball too long. Can't have yeah. it both ways. He's not perfect. <laughs> He's gonna make He's a not. mistake every now and then. So um it didn't cost us the game. That Denver was not able to swing the momentum in their direction after that mm-hmm. turnover. So uh he gets a pass.
1: He gets a pass this week. We're not going to rip him a new one, okay? Let's talk
0: about about the defense. James Bear came up huge. Not only did he save that potential touchdown from Javante Williams, who, by the way, can scoot his ass down the field like, damn, that guy moves. Yes. Saved that touchdown, which ended up being kind of big in the end. Um, but the redemption on the interception, like the should have been interception. And then like,
1: like I go back and forth on this. Like what feels better seeing your team score a touchdown or seeing a pick six? Like, I don't know the Levels of excitement that I get from both things, I'm like, oh my god! Like, I'll run through my living room like a maniac. Like, I, I had a new neighbor move in this weekend. I'm like, oh, they're gonna hate me. They're gonna become psycho <laughs> watching this game, screaming back and forth. Like, I know. Yeah, I know. <sighs>
0: yeah, I, no- I, honestly like when he dropped what should have been the interception to end the game. Like, he had it, man. And I yeah. was like, what? Like, that's just, you know, it'll come. His hands will get better as he, you know, progresses through this game and this league and whatever. It's just, you know, it happens. He's young. Right. And then sealed the deal and ends. To win the game. Felt like the best thing that has ever happened to me in my life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it genuinely the, felt that way because the defense the that they were oh, putting
0: together was.
1: I know, I know. It was, it was, it was getting nerve wracking because you know the Steelers like to do that to us. It's like it's never over. I, I do not care. I never am like oh it's over. We're up by a touchdown. It's never over until it's over for me. Same thing. Like right. we're getting our ass kicked. I have to watch it to the very end because I'm sadistic, I guess, or something. I don't know. But the defense. Oh, I mean,
0: it is form of self abuse.
1: Yeah, it's sick um another player like I know we talked about last week was like one of the few bright spots too was Arthur Mullet and like again this week showed up like finding his own being very dominant I'm like yes please please keep going
0: right I mean he has been in coverage so present just present he's he's making plays on the ball constantly, his coverage skills are phenomenal. And I credit you with acknowledging that last week because you're the one who was like, I like Arthur Millette. I really am impressed with him. And again, this week, like you stand by that statement and I agree with you, like he has been so good for this team. And I'm so happy that we went and picked him up.
1: I know. When you look back here, like this is crazy. Terrell Edmonds, like, who are you? I know it's your contractor and like, you're trying to get your money, but it's,
0: I mean, I I'm on a little bit of a delay at Eddie. I don't know if you want to cut that out, but um, it's making it difficult to communicate right now. Okay. There goes my signal thing. Okay. So maybe it's better now. Anyway. Yeah. He's playing the best football of his life. I have never seen him be all over the field. Like he has been this entire season. I think one play last week. Yes. One play last Mm -hmm. week, he got got burned. And that was, you know, it happens to the best of the best. It happens. It is what it is. But I would say like 90% of the snaps that Edmonds is on is in the game on. He is making, he is there. He's right where he needs to be. He's making something happen. He is not the reason that this defense struggled late in the game yesterday. The reason Mm -hmm. for that, and I will literally pinpoint the exact moment when things turned around for Denver, and the only reason it did is because this single guy went down. And this is a guy who made splash plays in this game. He absolutely changed the trajectory of a Denver drive on his own with a huge set. Back For life. Devin Bush, Devin Bush, he is so important to this defense. It, yeah. it cannot be understated. It really no. can't. We saw how big of a cliff this defense fell off when he got hurt last year.
1: Mm-hmm. We saw
0: it like a sped up version of that in yesterday's game. Because yes. we saw a dominant defense in the first half, and then Devin Bush goes down, and all of a sudden Denver's coming back and. Um, hide the game. That's not a coincidence.
1: I also am like, what the heck is with the groin injuries, I, dude? I, I've never seen you. so many players, especially defensive players, all dealing with groin injuries like across the board. I'm like, do we not work? Do we not stretch those out? Do we not rehab? I I don't know what that process looks like, but whoever the person is in charge of groins. Can we get a groin coach in here? Is that a thing? Is there a groin specialist? Because I will start a GoFundMe to pay you because I'm very concerned at this point with the amount of groin injuries that we have.
0: We are literally the Steelers. Literally need to hire a vice president of groin maintenance, and this is what's going to happen, guys. We're going to take care of them groins. We're going to get them right. It's a it's a conditioning issue. Like that's what it is. It's a conditioning issue. I don't know who the conditioning coach is right now, but. Let's step it up.
1: The groins were not conditioned. They were not conditioned. Clearly,
0: (laughs) we have some surly unconditioned in Pittsburgh. We have a groin problem. Okay, put
1: that on a shirt. Unconditioned groins.
0: (laughs) Pittsburgh, home of the unconditioned groins. Love it. That's our new slogan.
1: Oh my Um, gosh.
0: I just, yeah, I mean, we fell off an absolute cliff without him. It's very obvious uh, what value he brings to this team specifically and especially, especially against the run. But Devin Bush is great in coverage too. So, like, let's not act like he's not, you know, he can't do this or that. He is uh, an every kind of
1: defender, right? Like, he can can do everything. piece of that defense, yes. Absolutely, same thing as TJ Watt. You you just you immediately notice Feel that the they're loss. gone, that they're missing. Yeah, it's not something yeah. you're like, oh, we can just sub someone. He's not a player that you could just sub someone in for. It just
0: no, he's no. That and we we've, we've seen it. I like Robert Spillane. Great. He he's not Devin Bush, and we no. all are very Great. painfully aware of that fact. Yeah. Um. So you know, there's some some groin issues, but. W- par for the course at this point like this is what right. we're used
1: to um right.
0: that being said i'm so sick of people i get it like he, he he's injured frequently this hope not This we've seen a two-week groin injury keep a guy out for half a game and then a full game and then he's back and you know hopefully that's the case if not sooner for devin bush but like I see people all over Twitter calling this man a bust, saying we should Mm -hmm. trade it up for for him because he's getting hurt. Like, listen, the impact that he has on the field and his play, like you earn the label of bust by not playing up to your potential physically, not having the impact on the game that you were expected to have. He has that impact, if not more. The fact that he's right. injured doesn't mean he's a bust. Y'all need to get right. that out of your brain. Marty Burns was a somewhere. bust.
1: Okay. There's a big difference.
0: Jarvis Jones. Like there Ugh. are, we could go through yes. a laundry list yes. of busts. Devin Bush does yes. not belong on it.
1: Right. He doesn't. I've been, Twitter's like wild like that too. I saw, you know, tweets floating around this weekend saying Miko Fitzpatrick was a bust. And I'm like, I just have to keep scrolling. I just have to keep scrolling because I could argue with these people all day long and it just gets me in Twitter jail.
0: Right, and maybe it's a good thing that you're locked up because (laughs) uh, those people don't deserve your attention with their stupid ass ass trash takes. So next, um, Benny Benny Snell. uh, (sighs) on the field. I get yeah. it. I like we can't have Najee in for every single play. We don't want him, you know, taking a huge brunt of the carries, especially not right now. Especially when he's having so much success. If we need to give him a break here and there. Um so I yeah. get it. We need to sub some guys in. Um the mm-hmm. fact that Najee was cramping a bunch yesterday forced Snell and Balaj to be in the game a little bit more than I would have preferred um right I have when I was taking my notes yesterday uh I put Balage and then I put a puke
1: emoji because that's I'm all to... I have to say like it was so demotivating it didn't entirely swing the game but you definitely also felt it like yeah, I it. felt like the defense when they came back again it's like they they're not getting enough of a break they're not able to catch their breath they're not able you know Mm-hmm. It it is. It's it. I guess it is demotivating, like to watch that. Even as a fan, you're like, "All right, well, that, that was quick. So we're just gonna go right back to defense, right?" And I'm not saying,
0: and I think our backup running back should be as good as Najee. I'm not saying that, but like, look at what we had when we had had and Connor. Like that is a running back team that was able to still make plays when our RB1 had to come out of the game. When Le'Veon yeah. was not in the game and Connor went in, he was still making stuff happen. And so that's kind of the issue that I'm having here. Um, <coughs> Benny Snell dropped uh, a, a pass that would have been a first down. Like you just can't, <laughs> they're not reliable right now. Right, and
1: um,
0: right. So it's frustrating to see them on the field, um, another, you know, just absolute soul crusher. Yesterday, is Chooks getting all of those false start calls? He was oh, jumping yeah. the line so much, it more more than even got called. Yeah. I think I saw him jump five times, and he only got two false start calls.
1: Um, yeah, what's he that he got a lot of hate yesterday, and it was deserved. I mean, it, he's he's looked so bad this whole time. Um, you know, we're still waiting to see if, if Zach Banner is actually activated. Off, Well, I guess they technically activated him, but whether has, or not.
0: Yeah, he yeah, has a certain time has, period. 31 days, 21 like days? 21
1: days, I thought is what they said, to actually practice, be on the field before he's out for the rest of the season. And so that's not a very big window of time.
0: It's, it's not how you know, he I, comes back the better, honestly, because right. the frustrating part about Shooks is like, okay, you look at the game yesterday and you can recognize some bright spots in his game. He was decent in pass coverage yesterday, but the penalties and the mistakes that he's making are too costly at this juncture. Mm-hmm. We don't have the rest of the line to make up for the mistakes that are being made on his side. And right. listen... I'm not saying he can't improve, but what I've seen so far is disappointing. And I just ne- we right. need him to step up while he's in the game. He needs to be not making these rookie mistakes, not right. jumping, false starting five times in a game. Five yeah. times
1: game. Especially like you said, he's not a rookie player. You're not right. a rookie player. I get it's gonna happen, you jump. get a little jumpy, but that many times, it's, it's really, really hard to excuse
0: yeah and it's happening weekly like that's right my, that might be my biggest frustration with him mm-hmm. it's not necessarily his play because like i said i've seen some i've seen some good play from him few and far between but i've seen it um right. it's the penalties and the mistakes and the mistakes while in play that are really just costing us um yeah. Blown up a few times yesterday. That's a rookie, that's a guy who can make rookie mistakes, but how much of it is rookie mistakes, and how much of it is he shouldn't be starting at that position right now? You know, we just don't know. Yeah. Um, right. We can venture to guess based on what we're seeing. Um, but overall, the line uh, was massively improved yesterday, and I think that they'll continue to improve. I think that once they saw some success, especially against a defense like Denver.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, that's messing them up a bit. Like, they've got to have some swag, some confidence after that game.
1: I I mean, have to. Like, there's no way. After what you've looked like these past few weeks,
0: you know, I think they were on a
1: high from beating Buffalo. And then I don't even want to talk about the last couple episodes we've recorded because it's depressing. And then yesterday, it's like, okay, like, wow, you guys are maybe actually clicking and not as – I mean, a little bit of hope. I have a little bit of hope now. Whereas before I was like, I don't even want to watch the rest of the season. I'm going to because I'm sick, but I do not want to.
0: <laughs> Mentally distressed. I swear. Like, it's, it Mentally actually is, want. right? It actually is uh, kind of reassuring because. The past several weeks, we have seen them say, you know, it's it's growing pains. We're a new line. We're getting used to playing together. You know, it'll come together. We have faith that it'll come together. And we're mm-hmm. like, all right, stop smoke up Passes and tell us that you're not going to compete in this league. Like, obviously, they're not going to say right. that. But, like, that's what we felt watching them. It right. felt hopeless. So seeing right. them come up so strong yesterday against a top-ranked defense – it's exciting. Like, it's like, okay, yeah. like, I see you guys. Like, you weren't lying to us. Like, men Great. of your word. I like that. I love to oh, see it. Um, really, really. <laughs> real quickly, before we, you know, wrap this thing up and, and move on, let's talk about pregame yesterday. Jay Glazer, his comments about Mike Tomlin. Um, We're very intriguing and lots of Steelers fans will appreciate this. A lot of you guys, especially who are on the Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson train. Jay said live NFL pregame yesterday that Mike Tomlin and he had a conversation about life after Ben. And while Tomlin didn't say when he knows that's going to happen, he did say that he does not want a rookie quarterback. He wants a vet. Sam,
1: what does this mean? I read into that way too much, like way too much. I'm like veteran quarterback. Are we talking couple seasons? Are we talking longtime veteran quarterback? Define veteran quarterback, I guess. Um, I don't ever see us honestly right. signing Aaron Rodgers. I'll be the first one to say that. Had way too many public issues in green bay and usually pittsburgh's not a team that's going to want to deal with that i mean we saw how quickly they treated antonio brown when he made it known that he was unhappy yeah. i don't really see them going after a player that's you know been public about not wanting to be on a team that they're currently on and i don't think that they're going to pay right. Aaron Rodgers what he wants either
0: I mean, we have players that we got to pay next year. And while we do have a yeah. lot of cap space, I don't know that they want to commit that much to a quarterback who's going to play a couple seasons, three seasons, and then be right. done. So right. we've said specifically on Yenzers in the past that the Steelers will not sign Aaron Rodgers. We have been right. very clear that that is how we view the situation. Um, Mike Tomlin saying that he prefers a vet. I mean, technically Mason is a vet. Technically, right. Mason Rudolph is a veteran quarterback. Technically, Jordan right. Haskins is a veteran quarterback. So, like, what are we really talking about here? This is a very Mike Tomlin thing to say. Oh, what a vet. Of course. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's played in the league for two, three years is a vet I'm at just, this point. Technically. the right. Third year. Whatever. So, like, very Mike Tomlin to just not be – not
1: – Yeah.
0: I'm not to drop the
1: quarterback,
0: you know what I mean,
1: very non-committal. <laughs>
0: yes, very yes. non-committal. Very non-committal. <laughs> exactly. That's how we. Li- that's how. Not going like to show you guys his cards.
1: Yeah, he's not going <laughs> to exactly. show you those cards. It's a poker close face. Close it's a, a weird way of being a Tomlinism, I guess.
0: Right, and I mean, we all saw the interaction between him and Aaron Rodgers. We, we all heard what Aaron Rodgers said about Mike Tomlin said about Pittsburgh. So like, a lot of you have your hopes up for that. And I would honestly, I've hated Aaron Rodgers for a long time. I don't like his attitude. I don't like how he carries himself. But he is a very good football player. So if he comes to Pittsburgh, I'm not gonna be mad at it. So
1: yeah, I mean, I would I yeah, I mean, no one's gonna be mad at it. Well, I take that back because people find everything to be mad at. But Oh, yeah. It's not something that we would pout about, for sure.
0: Right. All right, guys. Well, I'm sorry this week wasn't super perfect, but we did take home the W. Um, Unfortunately, it came with some devastating losses. Um, Our prayers go out to Juju. Um, Best wishes for a quick recovery. And hopefully, uh, that's not the last time we put on a Steelers uniform, but we recognize so let's wrap this thing up before I go cry in a corner um, and <laughs> just drown in a tub of ice cream while I'm on prep, which would be a very bad decision. Don't tell my coach. Um, it's been real as always. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Yenzer's and on Instagram at
1: Yenzer's Official. And don't forget to subscribe so you can kick it with us every week. We'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Yenzer's with Jordan. With Jordan! Hopefully no injuries.